In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and I'd like to thank you all for tuning in each week. Now, we do have listeners from all over the world, so good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. And if you're new to this show, let me tell you what this series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organizations and what this impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from business issues such as digital transformation, how big data is changing our lives, to leadership issues such as gender balance, generational management, and business values that may impact your organization or your individual career. So please tune in to us live Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific time, or download the series on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. In this series, you can listen to great advice, leadership success stories that you can learn from, things that can motivate you, stimulate new ideas, and possibly even be the key to your success. Now, I invite you to connect with me. Send me your thoughts and insights to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Connect with me on my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net. Tell me what you want to hear about. I'd love to get a mail from you. So if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, regardless if your business is international or local, make sure you join us each week and we will make sure you take away something useful for either your business or yourself. And now on to what we're going to talk about today, because today's subject is really fun and really exciting. And I'm going to start to say that, you know, We're going to talk about body language today, and body language is something that we notice, but to be honest with you, I don't know if we all even think about it, and as I was preparing for this show today, I just had come back from a trip, a location scout for an upcoming Cinda event, as Cinda is one of our sponsors, and when I was looking at these locations, there were some locations that I thought, oh my gosh, how did they even put this on the list? This is horrible. And then there were other locations where I thought, this is really cool. I really, really like this. And afterwards, when I was preparing for the show, I was thinking, I am sure that my body language in the locations I didn't like probably just said, ugh, yuck, okay? And the ones I liked, my eyes were probably getting big and I seemed more excited and probably those people thought I was going to sign the contract right there on the spot. Now, this is what body language is. And this is, and if you can read people's body language, then you have one step ahead. Now, most people can read body language. We don't think about it. I mean, we'd have to be kind of completely ignorant not to notice body language because simply body language is the unspoken element of communication that we use to reveal our true feelings and emotions, our gestures, facial expressions, and posture tell people very often what we're thinking. Body language can influence how anyone feels about interacting with us, and it plays an important role in our careers, and whether you you impress a positive or negative impression on a person after an interaction. But body language is quite complicated, and today we're going to talk to an expert on body language, and he's going to help us better understand the ins and outs of body language. Stefan Vera is one of the most in-demand body language experts in Europe, working with universities, business persons, and scientific institutes to help us better understand what our body language is revealing about who we are and what we're thinking. With great humor and great scientific insight, he fascinates more than 100,000 participants every year in 13 countries on four continents. He's actively involves his participants, and he usually gets them up and running. 
Now, he is a keynote speaker, a guest lecturer at several universities, and also a best-selling author. Now, for our German-speaking audience out there, he has four books, Dein Körper sprach, Dein Körper flirted, Die Magde Körpersprache in Verkauf, and Light Himmel sind auch nur Menschen. So, for our German-speaking audience out there, go look up his books. There's great. They're great. Now, he's been on numerous television shows, radio shows, and has over 2.3 million video clicks, 70,000 followers on social media, and up to 650,000 views on his social media posts. And we are so lucky to have him with us today. Welcome, Stefan. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm sitting here and my body language is smiling. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Great. That was a great so, introduction. <laughs> so, Stefan, I mean, you've been doing this for over 20 years. So yes. you, you said you just said your body language is smiling. When you meet somebody, do you like immediately analyze their body language? Is it kind of like second nature to you now? Now, listen, Kimberly, um, all the listeners out there, they can see how you said your words before because you are so lively. Your voice goes up and down. And you know what? It's only the voice, but the voice changes its tone with the change of the body language. So if our body is more tensed, our voice goes up. And if you are more relaxed, our voice goes down. And your introduction was always going up and going down so we know that you are a lively person, and that is what we all do. I don't analyze more than everyone else. What we subconsciously do with the body language, we get an, an, a feeling about the people. So, you know, this is body, a question I've always had, is, is body language, you know, something we learn from when we're little kids or are we, is it part of our personalities and we're born with it? What's natural and, and what's not? The great thing about body language is that no one has to learn it because we are born with the knowledge. Um, If a little baby sees her mother or its mother, um, it sees all the motions. There are two um, two, um, um, numbers that you should know, and that is number one is frequency. So if mother is, is showing motions that are very quick, it shows that she is maybe a little bit nervous. And Mm -hmm. that immediately transforms to the baby. So the baby doesn't watch, um, does mother have crossed arms or is she looking um, more downward or more upwards? She, uh, it, the baby sees in the first moment the frequency. And the second size is the amplitude of the motions. So bigger motions also have an impression on the baby. And that are the two sizes um, that everyone in our that every human being sees um, from birth on. Mm-hmm. And, and when you talk about frequency and, okay, the frequency I get and the amplitude, um, so we're born with this, okay? And, and, and it's natural because we move our bodies when we talk. How much of this, uh, you know, how much of this is this also maybe cultural? I mean, you have these stereotypes, you know, the Italians are always talking with their hands, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How much does cultural culture play a role yeah there are two there are two main areas in body language there is one that is um, the inborn body language the body language we are born with there is also the cultural body language and the way way bigger part is the inborn so um, we greet a little bit different in Asian countries in African countries we have different eating manners in different areas of the world but If we like our meal or not, or whether we like the person we are greeting or not, that is supracultural. So we know um, how a person looks like when he or she is aggressive or when he or she um, is in love, because that is uh, the same in every culture. So my... Um, this is an international show we are on right now and people from all over the world are listening to us right now and I want to um, give the hint to everybody don't put any borders between the cultures where there are no borders we have the same the the biggest part of our body language is is the same all over the planet Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's it's interesting that you said. It. So I mean, cu- cultural stuff on it is one thing, um, but what about this? This really interests me because I see this body language, and and I have a, quite a few generations Zet working for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're we're born. We have this inborn, and then we have this culture. Now, yes. now. Do, do we also have a generational effect? I mean, this generation X, you know, they're stuck to their phones today. I mean, how yeah. has that affected our body language? Yeah, yeah, that um, that, that is a good question because the younger generation always have to to um, to differ a little bit from from the older generation, but that has been always the same. When we were younger, we listened to different music. We dressed up differently from our parents, and we showed different motions. That's why our parents always said, "Sit straight up and walk properly." Yeah, that's and true. We wanted to show with our with our relaxed body language. We wanted to show we don't want to go align with your strict way of living and today it's the mobiles but uh, be honest um, also we always have our mobiles in our hands the yeah. thing with the mobiles is um, that we are excluded if, if two people are chatting and uh, we are excluded as a third person because we don't hear anything we we don't see the display so we are excluded and some people say oh the young generation doesn't talk to each other anymore which is absolute nonsense scientific research shows they talk to each other at the same level if not more than our generation and I'm 46 right now and um, so I, when I see my children on, on the smartphone I always have to realize it's just a different way of communicating. Mm -hmm. I mean, remember when I was young in the 80s, in the 90s, and the old people said, ah, mobile phones, no one needs that. And we (laughs) said, oh, granny, you are so old fashioned. And nowadays, what's it? When when the children come up to us, we say, oh, Snapchat, no one needs (laughs) that. You know what? Sometimes I think we are already older than than our grannies were then. And I think also with the body language, when they have certain ways of greeting, certain ways of shaking their hands, it's often a signal we are the young generation and you older people, you don't know how we interact. And that is some sort of, of creating a young identity. Mm-hmm. So, so then that would be just like, okay, so you say this is inborn and you have the cultural, so this generational is just another layer, okay? That's um, another layer. That's, yeah. uh, we could say it's the same layer as cultural uh, body language because if we have, let's say, Arabic countries or Asian countries, when they have a certain way of greeting and they see another person the same way as I do it, we realize we are from the same tribe. And mm-hmm. so um, the cultural body language is always a matter of, of um, I belong to the tribe as you. And as, uh, as long as you know my, my routines in my body language, you belong to my tribe. And, and this is real. I imagine this is really important to understand this and be sensitive to this, especially today in in this global economy, um, because we have we have so much, um, you know, integration and and people have to pay attention to it. So, I mean, that that brings me to the question. I mean, you know, a lot of people say, oh, there's good body language and bad body language. But hearing this, I'm not so sure if that's true. I mean, is there good body language and bad body language? There's, there's not good and not bad body language, Kimberly. You're absolutely right. There's only one thing, and that is variety in body language. What we all have to have is a big variety because the bigger the variety, the more emotions we can talk to, the more emotions we will reach. And if a person only, always um, is, is afraid of showing um, of doing something wrong with the body language, he or she always has to reduce the body language. Because if I don't show anything, I can't show anything wrong. But that is the biggest mistake because showing only a few expressions um, lacks variety. And if a person is very stiff in the body language, there are people who want to see a stiff person. But it's mm-hmm. only a very narrow, a narrow group of people who liked it. 
Mm-hmm. And, and you know that reminds me that, that uh, we're going to take a short break in a minute, Stefan. But mm-hmm. I, when we come back, I want to talk about body language, um, variety, and and wrong and training and business because yes. I remember you know in my leadership training, I remember I had a um, and I do for women. I had somebody stand up and say, you know, how much of my personality should I show? in my mm-hmm. business, okay? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and today we have so many businesses that say you have to be trained, you have to do this, you have to do that. Um, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to hear your opinion on that when we get back. So we are going to take a short break right now, okay? And for our listeners, we are talking with Stefan Vera, and he's one of the most in-demand body language experts in Europe, working with universities, business persons, and scientific institutes to help us better understand what our body language is revealing about who we are and what we're thinking. Now, he has numerous television shows. You can see him on YouTube. There's a lot of videos of him on YouTube in both English and in German. He has 2.3 million video clicks. If you want to reach out to Stefan, you can reach out to him on LinkedIn under Stefan Vera, on Facebook under Stefan Vera, and on his website, www.stefanvera.com. And for our German speakers, he has four books, uh, Dein Koffer Sprecht, Dein Koffer Flirted, Light Himmels in Normenschen, and I don't have the fourth one here. Okay, sorry. Okay, But there's great books. Just put him in Amazon, Germany, and you'll find his books. And I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis, CEO and leadership and business expert. You can contact me with questions and comments at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or join our LinkedIn group at Leadership Beyond Borders. This broadcast is brought to you by the Women's Leadership Academy 2020, which provides leadership and training for women seeking to move up, up the executive ladder. Cinda also, this is also brought to you by Cinda, who is the Search and Information Association of Europe, and Cinda will be having its next conference in Lisbon from October 13th to 16th, 2019. If you're interested in Cinda, go to www.cinda.com. And with that, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about body language and business, Stefan. Okay? Okay. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. If you are interested in the business of rental equipment, be sure to check out Rental Equip Talk Radio with host Donald Charbonnet. We talk to some of the top names in the rental industry, as well as cover topics that include safety, training, fleet management, legal issues, and more. We'll also cover the history and future of the rental equipment industry. Rental Equip Talk Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-294. 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to 
Leadership Beyond Borders, and I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today we're talking about body language. And we're talking with Stefan Vera. He's one of the most in-demand body language experts in Europe. He works with universities, business persons, businesses, and scientific institutes to help us better understand what our body language is revealing about who we are and what we're thinking. Now, we... Before the break, Stefan, we kind of talked about the general aspects of body language. And you talked about variety. And that got me thinking to, you know, I I work with a lot of business people. And there's a lot of training out there. And there's a lot of training on, you know, how do you have better body language? What's good? What's wrong? Bad? What's natural? Um, is training good? I mean, you know, sometimes we're taught in certain you know, certain industries not to have a lot of body language. What's happening in business with this whole thing? Uh, I, I also hear that not to have a lot of body language would be great, but the thing is we are inborn with a lot of body language. And when we see a person speak, let's say in a meeting, in a company, and the only, the only motion we see is the clicking of the PowerPoint mouse this person does then it's not relevant for our brain. Because everyone knows that when we, when we see um, a meeting and the door opens and someone walks into the room, everyone forgets what, what the, the, the leader of the meeting is talking about. We only watch who is entering the room. Mm. Because in evolution, motion always was more important than the words. Because a change in the environment could have meant that something dangerous is happening. If you would see uh, um, leaves on the, on the ground moving a little bit, it could be a snake on the ground. So the, the leaves that were moving were more important than all the million of, of, of millions of, of leaves that were just lying there. And that is the same with body language. If we don't show any emotions um, because we are afraid that might be come, uh, come across as nervous, we tend to be not attractive for our listeners. And that is the first thing. The second thing is, well, don't move always. Mm-hmm. Always have to, sometimes when we show emotions, when we want to show enthusiasm, when we want to get some some sort of joy across. And then there have to be parts in your speech where you are absolutely stable. But what we what, what I see is in business life, people are so afraid of doing something wrong that they only concentrate on the stability. And that is the that is very wrong. I mean imagine if you would see a comedian talk on stage and if he or she wouldn't ever move, you would fall asleep in that in that <laughs> venue. Mm-hmm. That's true. Actually, that was that's a really good example. I never thought about that. When you're actually sitting in a boardroom, you really do completely turn around and look who's entering, and and yes. you completely you completely lose um, um, your your concentration on who's presenting or what else is going on in the room. That that is a really interesting phenomenon. Now, in this presentation, now why? Why do you think we're so afraid in this business, and what what can we do to get over this? I mean, you know, we're, do, do you think training in business for body language is correct or not correct? Or um, yeah, I'm, I'm very reluctant um, talking about that because most of the trainings um, consist of rules. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of trainers say you have to do that, and if you don't do that, you come across as nervous or as incompetent. But if you see everyday life, the most attractive people are not really going aligned with all those rules. Let's take Barack Obama, you know. Mm-hmm. And we hear that, that saying arms while you're talking, uh, please avoid all those arms and am and am. But Barack Obama, one of the best speakers in the world, he constantly uses arms and he uses them on purpose because with that he comes across spontaneously. And um, it's the same with body language. If you if you try to avoid every motion, every gesture that might be embarrassing, you lose all of your authenticity. And here's before I give you certain rules what to do. I 
want to give you a picture, and that is no matter what what's the content of your words, what's the content of your speech, always imagine you would say your content to your friends in a bar. Mm-hmm. Because if you would go into a bar and your friends are sitting around the table and you would stand up and you would say that in a very stiff, in a very stable body language, all your friends would say, what's up with you? Why are you so stiff? And when we are talking to friends, we lose all that tension, all that that that, that being scared of, of being embarrassing, um, that the picture of talking to our friends in a bar is something very useful. And even if you're speaking on a huge stage and you think, oh my God, there are 500 people uh, listening to me. They want to see an authentic person that doesn't try to avoid all the mistakes. No, they want to see the true personality behind the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the bar scenario, that's a really good one. But when, when you get up there... When you get up in front of the 500, I mean, there are clearly there are clearly some people who are a little bit more comfortable, and yes. some people who are not. Um, now, what you know, what kind of body language really projects self confidence when you're up there? Okay. Well, well, in the first moment, that is that is the error number one. In the first moment, you don't want to show uh, self confidence. Because mm-hmm. self-confident often goes goes uh, hand in hand with a little bit of aloofness, a little bit of uh-huh. arrogance. You arrogance know? Yeah. I'm so self-confident, you know, you 500 people, I meant to be on stage. No, what people want to see is likability. Mm-hmm. Our brain, the brain stem in the first moment decides whether you want to communicate with these people more. Is person a resource for you or you want to get rid of that person and if the brainstem gets the information this person is not dangerous for me then it's a good start that's why i would strive for likability number two is the midbrain and the midbrain decides on the hierarchy so if you are competent that is where you should show self-confidence. But it's never the other way around. Don't enter ever a room. Don't start a job interview. Don't start a speech with the meaning in your body language, I am so self-confident. Because you are very close to being aloof. And Mm -hmm. uh, showing likability is rule number one. Show a relaxed body language. Show an asymmetric body language. Asymmetric means um, that both um, the right and the left part are not the same. That is asymmetric. And that is what we do when we talk in a very loose, in a very relaxed way with our friends. And so you could start a, a job interview or a speech in a relaxed way only. When the point comes up where you want to show I'm really competent in that matter, you change your body language in an upright position and stay in a very symmetric way. Because with the change, the people realize, aha, now there is a difference in the meaning of the words. Mm-hmm. And, and Stefan, when you're doing this, what? how does... You're talking about, you know, you just said stand in an upright way, okay? What kind of role does stance play versus facial expressions in this, especially in business, okay? Oh, um, good question. <laughs> good question, because there are a lot of misconceptions. Um, if, I, if I'd ask all the women out there, where do you look uh, in the first moment when you see a man, one would say in the eye, face, the hand, um, maybe Say the butt, you know. Um, if you would ask men, where are you looking in the first moment when you see woman? Uh, most men would say the eyes, but some mean the wrong eyes, you know what I mean? And But they are all wrong. First moment, we all do the same. We look, we watch the, the shape of the person. The shape important because in former times and and 200,000 years ago, a bigger creature, a bigger person um, and so the bigger person always was more dangerous for us. So the first moment, the first first 
two milliseconds is always the shape. And that is why you are absolutely correct. The stance is very important. When you enter a stage, when you enter a meeting room and you think, oh, I have to show stability and you use a wide stance, you show one thing and that is I take more territory than you would have given me. That is why it is so strange when a man is standing in front of a woman or instead of in front of a, a group of people with a very wide stance. That is very dangerous because you won't earn any likability. Mm-hmm. But the opposite is also very dangerous when women don't claim for enough ground. If you mm-hmm. see the feet of women and the tips of the toes are pointing inwards a little bit, for example, that shows I don't claim for ground. Mm-hmm. And if you want to show stability, if you want to show self-confidence, a hips wide stance in the first moment is quite okay. Not wider than hips wide. A hips wide stance is okay for, for female and for male speakers. Mm-hmm. And and that's, you know, when you were saying that, I was thinking about the statistic and I don't have the exact numbers in my head, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but there is a statistic that says something like 35% of the U.S. men population is over two meters and 65% of the CEOs are over two meters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, and that has to do with 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 body presence and stance, doesn't it? Huh? Absolutely. You know, taking up Absolutely. the space. Yeah, that's, that's um, also the state's leaders are, are mostly um, taller than the, the nation's average because in former times, a taller person meant he or she is more, uh, he's, he or she is stronger and he could see dangers coming up from a, from a wider distance. So mm-hmm. that, that was, was an advantage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's that, that's real. That's interesting. So I guess that means we smaller people, and uh, I'm only about one sixty-five. So, so uh, Kimberly, <laughs> hold on, Kimberly, you are taller than me. I'm one sixty. Okay, I'm five okay. four. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, I know what you mean. Well, and, then and I might that's... be one sixty because I'm so I'm shorter <laughs> than that. But actually, but anyways. Um, no, but no, that's really interesting on the stance and, and, and you know, the likability in the stance. And um, we're going to take a break again, but I have a quick question about mm-hmm. business, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Because it's, a, it's one thing that makes you crazy because um, when you're having business conversations, I mean, not all of them are true. And sometimes there's a lot of, excuse my language, bullshit out there, okay? Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. How, how can you tell from body language when... when you know, somebody's just giving you a bunch of crap, okay? Yeah, I mean. okay, okay. Um, Kimberly, unfortunately, body language can't reveal any of that. Body yeah. language can't reveal if you see a body language can't detect whether, when, you, when we talk about love life, you know, even body language can't detect whether this man really wants a serious relationship or just a fun night. And yeah. um, body language is not as precise as our words, and that is the problem. All the lie detectors out there, that is non-scientific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that, that's what I thought, but I just thought I'd ask it. You know, it's fun to ask. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Stefan, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, you, know, you were talking about uh, stance and men and women, and, I, I, and I'd like to talk about body languages and a little bit, bit about the gender differences. Uh, like, great, great. Okay, um, and that's what we'll talk about when we get back. So for our listeners, you're listening to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly Lewis, and we've been talking with Stefan Vera, and he's one of the most in-demand body language experts in Europe, working with universities, business persons, and scientific institutes to help us better understand body language and what it's revealing about who we are and what we're thinking. Now, he has numer- he's been on numerous television shows. Um, he has 2.3 million video clicks. Go to YouTube. You can find his videos in both English and German. You can reach him on LinkedIn under Stefan Vera, and that's Stefan as in S-T-E-F-A-N, 
and Vera, V-E-R-R-A. And he's also on Facebook under Stefan Vera. And you can go to his website, which is in English and in German, on www.stefanvera.com. And for our German listeners, he has quite a few books on the market. Um, a few of my favorites are Dein Körper Spracht, Dein Körper Flirted, and Light Himmels in Auch nur Menschen. And I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis, CEO and leadership and business expert. You can contact me with questions and comments at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or join our LinkedIn group at Leadership Beyond Borders. Leadership Beyond Borders is brought to you by the Women's Leadership Academy 2020, which provides leadership training for women seeking to move up the executive ladder. It's also brought to you by CINDA, the Search and Information Industry Association. And CINDA does market research, is a thought leader in digital, and conducts conferences in the Europe. Uh, Middle East and Africa region. Cinder's local search conference will be held in Lisbon from October 13th to 16th, 2019. If you're interested, please go to www.cinder.com. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. If you are interested in the business of rental equipment, be sure to check out Rental Equip Talk Radio with host Donald Charbonnet. We talk to some of the top names in the rental industry, as well as cover topics that include safety, training, fleet management, legal issues, and more. We'll also cover the history and future of the rental equipment industry. Rental Equip Talk Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and today we're talking with Stefan Vera, and he is one of the most in-demand body language experts in Europe working with universities, business persons, businesses, and scientific institutes to help all of us better understand what our body language is revealing about who we are and what we're thinking. Now, before the break, Stefan, we talked a little bit about businesses. Um, First part, we talked about introduction to what body language is, then about body language in business, and... um, Kind of what I've got to, what got me on the subject, I want to talk about gender and body language, okay? Because, because you, just, you just talked about, you know, the stance and, um, you know, big stance and men with legs apart, women with toes in. Is, is there a significant difference in the mm-hmm. body language habits between men and women? That the, the problem is the, the exact opposite. There is too little difference. Uh-huh. If you remember, when, when, when we see a baby, a human baby, we have a problem to say whether this is a male or a female baby. 
and we have to coat them with colors. In our culture, normally it's female, it's pink, and boys, it's blue. Mm-hmm. Because when we are born, we differ so little in gender that we have to show signals um, that show I am a boy or I am a girl. In puberty, that starts to get really big. And um, if we see the hairdo of, of, let's say, 16, 17-year-old um, girls, we see that almost all of them have long hair. And long hair was, was in evolution one of the first signals where um, male and female um, um, human beings would differ. And the same is with, with clothing today and it is also with body language. So we show different motions, not because we have to, but because we want to. I think, I think maybe you know Conchita Wurst. Do you know her? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Conchita Wurst, everyone knows her. She is a man, of course. She also has a beard. But everyone um, perceives her as a woman. Because her motions are so feminine that we interpret it as as female, and from puberty on, we show with our body language as what gender we want to be accepted, and that is why from puberty on, boys, for example, claim normally claim for more ground and claim for more territory. The sexually most attractive part in the male body for for females is the difference between the shoulders and the hips. This V shape is for most women in the world attractive. And what men what men are doing also in business life when they want to come across in a very self confident way, they show wide shoulders and they stand up with a with a with a chest um, almost blown up. And the difference, and, and women, I have to say that very openly, women have it a little bit more difficult because on the one hand, they show when courtshiping, they show their femininity, which is, a, uh, which is a way more asymmetrical body language. When they are sitting, their hips are a little bit turned outside. So the hip, which is a little bit wider in the female body, is even bigger or it, 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 it appears bigger. Mm-hmm. And the head is always tilted a little bit sideways. But in business life, women have the same jobs as men. I mean, there are a lot of CEOs and what we want, uh, female CEOs, and what we want to see is we want to see a stable body language that claims for a little bit ground. So we, uh, women always have this, this dialectical um, approach to body language. On the one hand, we want to remain females. We want to show our femininity. On the other hand, in business life, how much stability and how much um, the um, claim for ground should I show? And for men, we only have this one question, and that is, let's claim for ground, let's show our power. Mm-hmm. So is that is that why sometimes, I mean, when, when I think about the CEOs, I know, or I think about politicians too, okay, mm-hmm. I um, this claim for power sometimes comes a little bit more across as more aggression as mm-hmm. compared as compared to um, the female. So, you know, if I were to, to look at somebody like Hillary Clinton and Trump, okay, um, you know, Hillary, you know, there was, there's a big difference there, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, is, 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 is aggression from men in body language a little bit part of this claiming for power, or is it... Can I generalize like that or not generalize like that? Uh, no, it's not easy to generalize that because if we if we would um, um, if we talk about Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, it's a difference because yeah. Trump is 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 some sort of an extreme um, example mm-hmm. because he's very aggressive in his body language, in his facial expressions, in his gestures, and he gets the emotions of the of the desperate people in America. And desperation is a form of, of fear. And fear shows itself in the body language sometimes with aggression. That mm-hmm. is why 
a lot of his his um, voters show a very aggressive body language, and they go align with his body language. But the the group of people worldwide is quite small, you know. Mm-hmm. If we see yeah. worldwide, and it it's a, the group is too narrow. That's why Donald Trump mm-hmm. maybe a little bit too. But if we see Hillary Clinton, she's also for a, for a, a woman. She shows quite aggressive body language signals. Mm-hmm. That is, mm-hmm. for example, why why I, I took Obama because he shows less aggressive signals than Hillary Clinton. And by the mm-hmm. way, he lost both um, elections um, within the Democrats. Um, in the f- he he won the mm-hmm. sorry he won the the. Mm-hmm. the 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 pre-elections mm-hmm. within the Democrats within the woman because he mm-hmm. shows less aggressive signals than Hillary Clinton and that is also her problem it was also a problem in the last elections mm-hmm. her group uh, she addresses her emotions she addresses is also too narrow because it's too aggressive and of course there are a lot of women mm-hmm. an aggressive female politician up on stage but mm-hmm. not all of them and yeah. um, if we see it, just one sentence, if we see it evolutionary, there is one reason why men showed more aggression, and that is we are the stronger person, and mm-hmm. we could solve some problems with aggression and physical power. Women, on the other hand, don't have that physical power, and the testosterone level is way lower, which lowers the hindrance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which rises the hindrance, sorry, which rises the hindrance. So um, women realized quite early in evolution that we don't have enough physical power to solve problems with aggression. And that is why you see more women solve problems with communication. Of course, that is stereotypes we are talking about. But stereotypes in the core, they are correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we circle all this back to business, because we have mm-hmm. we, we, we have a lot of business people listening mm-hmm. um, and I, I go back to what you say, you know, authenticity is you know, be authentic uh, is mm-hmm. and be variety. Um, how but on the other hand, you know, a leader is, you know, uh, it goes hand in hand with showing some kind of stance and some kind of aggression. How do how do women then kind of find their way in this? Okay, um, um, you know, I, I, I wrote yeah. it in my in my my latest book. Um, the thing is that women must not do the error and think they have to be better males in their body language right now, mm-hmm. because it is not said that men do it better. We see it worldwide. I mean, remember Hillary Clinton had more votes than than, than Donald mm-hmm. Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Christine Lagarde, she is the director of the International Monetary Fund. Angela Merkel, um, Theresa May. There are so many women who are in top positions right now in the world. Also, New Zealand, as we remember. Um, mm-hmm. So. Um, women have to show the same emotions than men do and that is number one show security because me as a member of the of the group of people i want to have an alpha animal that gives me security number one and number two my alpha animal has to show that he or she solves my biggest problems Mm-hmm. And if my problem is, I think the politicians forgot about me. Everyone thinks only about themselves, and I am, I'm the, I'm the loser in 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 the in the society. Then I want to see a politician who also shows a little bit aggression in the body language. No matter if this person is male or female, and I am on the other hand, if I am a person who is very calm and thinks everything is fine in society, I can care. About myself, I think it would be the best if nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Then you have an alpha animal that shows a very stable body language. By the way, that is why Angela Merkel was so popular for more than 10 years because the Germans knew everything is fine in comparison to other countries, and she incorporated that stability in her body language. Now, as things change and as people think oh it might be get it, it might be dangerous in the future they want to see a body language that stands for for change in the society 
Mm-hmm. For example, that is, was, was also the success model of Emmanuel Macron in France. Mm-hmm. He had a language that shows so much activity because the French people knew that something had to change. Yeah. He showed with the body language, I am standing for a change in our society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if that, I have one more sentence for the business life. Sorry, for the yeah. business life. If you are an alpha animal in business life and you have a company that is very stable and you are the leader in the market and has to stay the same, you have to show stability. But if, um, if competitors are entering the market and all the salespeople in your company are really are really. Ex- that are really afraid of losing ground in the market, you have to show a little bit more, more active body language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that, that, that's really interesting. So, Stefan, we're getting towards the end of our show. So, I just for our listeners, I mean, we've, I've learned a really lot today. Thank you so much. So, let's pack this all together. And, um, you know, it's something, as I said in the beginning, we notice, but we don't think about it. So, if you had one, one sentence of advice for our listeners about body language, how should we look at it? What should we think about? When you prepare for a speech, when you prepare for um, a job interview or whatever, don't only think about the words you are saying. Give your words the meaning with the body language. And for example, if you show likability, always remember asymmetric body language, a smile in your in your face and also work with your eyebrows. Raising the eyebrows is one of the most powerful signals you can show. Okay. Well, that's that's a great tip for our, our listeners. Um, thank you so much. This has been great. And for our listeners, we have been talking with Stefan Vera, who is one of the most in-demand body language experts in Europe. He works with universities, business persons, and scientific institutes to help us better understand what our body language is revealing about us and who we are. Now, you can reach out to Stefan. He's on LinkedIn under Stefan Vera, and that's S-T-E-F-A-N-V-E-R-R-A, and on Facebook under Stefan Vera, and also on his website, which is in English and in German, on www.stefanvera.com. Now, he's also on YouTube with lots of videos and lots of tips both in English and in German. So please go to YouTube and look him up. And for our German speakers, he has a few books on the market. Um, a couple of my favorites are Hey, Dein Körper Sprecht and Hey, Dein Körper Flirted and Light Himmel sind auch nur Menschen. So look those up on Amazon. And Stefan, it's been absolutely um, an honor to have you with us and taking the time today. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for having me, Kimberly. It was great fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a really fun and I learned a lot. And once again, to our listeners, Leadership Beyond Borders is a program sponsored by Global Business Therapy and the Women's Leadership Academy 2020, as well as CINDA, the Search and Information Industry Association. CINDA... Uh, helps SMEs with digital advancement. Cinda does market research, thought leadership in digital, and conducts conferences in Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Cinda's local search conference will be held in Lisbon from October 13th to 16th. If you'd like to join us in Lisbon, go to www.cinda.com. And we're also brought to you by the Women's Leadership Academy 2020, which specializes in diversity and C-level development for women. And if you'd like to contact me, Kimberly Lewis, your host, please send me a mail at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com or visit my website at leadershipbeyondborders.net. Now, don't forget to tune in to us each week, Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific time. And after our live broadcast, you can download us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So with that, again, thank you, Stefan. And thank you, listeners, and we look forward to having you tune in with us next week. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.